just like you, Jesus. I want to pray like you. want to love like you. I want to look like you, just like you, Jesus. Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet, Darkie Wood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, He's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyano Kokraba. Now on today's message. Said with the word of God, David said, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That means that the Lord was feeding him with truth, and because of that, he will not want. As you teach us today, may it take us from the level we are at to a higher level. Bring us into all truth, precious Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. And God's children say, Amen. God bless you. Please take your seats. Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. Next week, we are having, is it popcorn? Popcorn? Next week, you're having popcorn and then we have what else? Rep your school. So, if you didn't go to school, if you didn't go to school, don't worry. Look for a school. Anybody who does not remember your school you went to, just go and get some government school uniform. And God will bless us. Amen. I want us to be blessed this afternoon, this morning afternoon. And uh, so I want you to listen to today's message very carefully. Amen. In Matthew chapter 16 verse 18, Bible says that, And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Somebody say amen. amen. And the gates of hell shall not veil against it. So what it is is that, Jesus is interested in building his church. Jesus is in heaven now, but all that he's thinking about is the church. And when we say church, what is church? Church is not the building. Church is people who have given their life to Christ. So as we are seated here, we are the church of God. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, you are part of the church. Those who are not saying it, may your 20 Ghana cities get lost. Those who are saying it, may somebody dash you 100 Ghana. Tell your neighbor you are part of the church. Tell your neighbor, sit up, sit up, sit up. Because you are part of the church. Amen. So how many will agree with me that if Jesus is involved with something, you and I must also be involved in that thing. You see, so if Jesus is building the church, he said, I will build my church. He said that, that I say also unto you, thou art Peter. So he was speaking to Peter. So I don't know your name, but Jesus is speaking to you, he's speaking to me. Thou Christ, thou love, thou Richard, thou Deborah, thou Mary, Thou, he said that, thou, Peter, upon this rock, you, I will build my church. Because Peter means rock. That means that I'm going to build my church. The moment you become a Christian, though you are not called Peter, 
in the in the spirit, Jesus wants to call you Peter. Can I have an amen? Jesus wants to build the church on me. He wants to build the church on you. Why? Because anytime God wants to bless his people, he passes the blessing through his church. I want you to listen to me, young people. If Jesus is not serious, he will not come and die for you and me. Why would would I die for something I'm not serious about? Politicians die for their party because they know what the party will do. Nobody here, nobody here will die for something you are not interested in. Some of you girls, you'll die for boys. Some of you boys, you'll die for girls. You are, you are not even dead, but the things you do just for a boy. Don't let me preach this morning. Could you say, is it not true? Some of you, your school fees, you use it for a boy. Only God knows. You gave your school fees to a boy. And he said, Mommy, Mommy, I don't know where my school fees has passed. I don't know where the... You are lying. You went to Aqua Safari with the school fees. You went to Aqua Safari with the school fees. <laughs> I, want, I think those who are quiet, they don't know what I'm talking about. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Some of you, you use your money that your father has given you boys. You use it for girls. And you do your face like an angel when you come to church. Even that is what I don't like. Like an angel. Angel Michael. Angel Gabriel. Angel Richard. Angel Ajua. How many know what I'm talking about? Especially those at the back. Especially those at the back. Yeah. Yeah. You see, even your money, you give it freely. Because you love somebody. If you love somebody, you use your money to me. I've used my money to do things for some people before. Mm. Because because you love the person. Jesus died. He died. Jesus said, you're born a sin. What? Is it just because he's acting movie? No. He loves the world. Now he said he did it for people to be saved so that they become part of his family. That's why he died. Now, if he died for that, do you think he's joking about it? The thing, if you like a girl, if you like a boy, if you like something, and you put your money in, don't you think about the person? Uh, Kevin, you're quiet. Don't you think about the person? I said, don't you think about the person? Some of you are going to school. You want, your daddy wants you to become a doctor. You think your daddy's school fees is paying for the, he's not thinking about it. If you come and you say, oh, my daddy, please, this semester I didn't do well. You think your father is happy with you? He's not happy. Sometimes he even doesn't want to pay the next semester school fees. Because he's investing in your life. So what I'm saying is that if Jesus said, I will build my church, which is what he died for, you better join the church. 
Some of you who are sitting there looking at me. And you don't bring people to church. You don't. When, when LP Grace. Listen. When LP Grace was leading the prayer. You were not praying. I was up there listening. Worship. Praise. I don't know where you are coming from. And I don't know what you want to do. Jesus is building his church. And he wants young people to join in building the church. Yes. That is why you are here. Clap for Jesus. That's why we are here. Me. I am not a small boy. But since I was a little boy, I have helped build the church up to today. I don't have regrets. I am, I have built the church for when I was a young boy. From 13 years up to today. 35 years. For the past 35 years, I've been building the church. And I have no regrets. I have, I have put my strength in it. I've put my money in it. I've put my life in it. I've put my everything in the church. I'm telling you. So, today I'm talking about the church. And because of that, Jesus is thinking about all of us who are part of the church. He wants you to do well. He wants to protect you. He wants to provide for you. He wants to bless you. He wants you to have a sound mind. Because you are, you, we are the church. Please sit down. Let me talk to you. So, because we are his church, he says that, and the gates of hell, that is Satan, will not prevail against the church. And you know, what happens is that there's a Satan who wants to spoil the church. Sunday, every Sunday, when we close from here to the next Sunday, Satan is doing everything to spoil the church. One of the things we do is that, if next week people won't come, I'll be happy. Pie. So I'll let some of the people do have running stomach. Some of them, their head will ache them. Some of them, something bad will happen that will let them not come. Some of them, somebody will do something that will let them be angry. When they, when, when they are coming to church, they will say, me today, I'm cool. I'll just be quiet. I'll just stay at the back. I, don't, I just want to be quiet. I don't want. All those things that fight church. It's Satan who is doing it. He's trying to discourage you so that the church won't work. Some of you spoke to somebody, oh, I'll come for you. But this morning he said, oh. I, I can't go for him, yeah. Now listen. Another thing Satan does is that you try and sometimes even use you and me to spoil the church. <laughs> you use who? You and me to spoil the church. Somebody is asking how. And that's what I want to talk about in these few minutes. Today I'm not rushing. I'm taking my time to teach. Anybody who supports in building a church, God calls you faithful. Anybody who does not support in building God's church, God calls you 
unfaithful. Anybody who helps or supports a building a church, God calls you trustworthy. So it's a Peter upon you. How can how can how can Jesus build a solid building like church on a weak sand? So Peter had to be a rock. He had to be reliable. He had to be strong. He had to be there. Peter didn't have to change his mind that, okay, tomorrow I won't go to church. He had to be there. He had to be loyal. He had to be faithful for Jesus to build his church upon him. If Jesus wants to build his church on us, we must be loyal. But Satan wants us to be disloyal so that the church that Jesus wants to build won't work. When you go per se, I sorry we, I yeah, sorry, I thousands, about 15,000 people. Don't clap. About 15,000 young people who are saved, who come to church, who can lift their hands to God, who can bless God. It has nothing to do with Nipa. It has to do with Jesus trying to change lives. But that huge church, that big church, Satan is fighting it that it will not work. And how? He does it by sometimes using us. To become the people who will not be stable so that the church will not work. Like today I said that all of you bring your notebooks. Some of you have not brought your notebooks. You see, it looks like, oh, Bishop, I didn't bring my notebook. But you are a disloyal person. Because through that, you come, what I teach you, forget. And when you forget, because you have forgotten, you can't do. So, what you are sorry but you are gradually doing disobedient things that makes the church not work. I told everybody last week, bring your four. You said, amen. Yes, but you have brought negative two. You have brought negative two today. You have, you have come here and even made some people not come. And you are here. It looks quiet, but what it is is that you are disloyal. And when your leader or your pastor says it, you get angry. But you see, you, you, you don't look bad though. I am not bad, but that small, small, not flowing is what is making the church not work. When you are sick, there are times that when you're sick, you know what you are sick of. But there are times you are sick, you don't even know you are sick. Or you don't know what is wrong with you. So when you go to a doctor, you say, oh, doctor, doctor, I say, what is wrong with you? Doctor, I don't know, but I don't feel fine. How many have been there before? I said, I just don't know. I said, do you have any pain? No, but I don't feel fine. They go and do lab tests. They do everything. But later you realize that still, you're not feeling fine. Some of you have taken para, it's not working. Now, what it is is that you go and then the doctor will say, let's do further tests. And then when they do further tests, they'll say that, ah, there's a problem with your liver. There's a problem with your kidney. There's a problem with something inside that we cannot see. An experienced doctor will just look at you and sometimes just check one or two things just casually and say that "Mm, we have to do a major test or we have to do a surgery on you. An experienced doctor will just do this and look at your eyes. Look at your eyes. Look at your palm. Test your pulse. Tell you to just do this and let's see. You shake your hands and no. I think we have to. <laughs> we have to do some major tests on you. 
Because he has seen some signs. Somebody say signs. Somebody say signs. As you are saying it, God is blessed. You say signs. Sign, sign. So he has seen some signs. He has seen some symptoms. He has seen something that makes him think that this thing is an indicator or is an indication of something serious that we don't know, but is coming up. It look like a normal. revelation. It is actually a sign of epilepsy. I didn't know until just two weeks ago. I met some people somewhere, and then someone who is experienced said that this woman, what you are doing is a sign of epilepsy. This is a normal woman looking very beautiful, the near feet, about 60 something, and he just did this. I took and then somebody who knew what it means said it's a sign of epilepsy. So today I want to read from Daddy's book, our prophet's book, about some signs that show that somebody is spoiling the church. Signs of somebody being disloyal. Should I show you? Those who are wearing black, should I show you? Those who are wearing white, should I show you? Those who are wearing different colors, should I show you? So today, I'm talking about 13 signs of disloyalty. 13 signs of disloyalty. I'll just read, and when the time is up, we just close. Number one. Hmm. A person who is an unknown factor. A person who is an unknown factor. You are in a church, but you are always hiding. When you come to church, you don't come around. You are always staying somewhere. You sit. Even the time you come is the time that we have finished everything. You just come and Nicodemusly step sit somewhere. When we close, you also vanish. We don't know you. When we are eating popcorn, you don't flow. I mean, you are just an unknown person, but you are around. Such a person is dangerous. He can even be an abnormal, but we don't know. An unknown factor. And it even becomes dangerous when such people are around, but they are becoming, they are becoming major people in the church. Like maybe the person is around, but he's gradually becoming a leader because we think that he has been around for a long time. What it means is that if you are in this church, don't hide. Look at your neighbor and tell them, don't hide, okay? Let your pastor know you. Tell him. Let your bishop know you. In this service, it is for young people. So when you, when you, when I see you sleeping, I'll pour water on you. Do you understand? Tell your neighbor that let your pastor know you. Sit up. Let your pastor know you. You have it? I, I, can, I can shoot. Shoot this one. What's up? Your head. Your stomach. Receive healing now. Receive it now. Receive it. Say, I receive it. Say, I receive it. I'm praying for you. Do you like the prayer? Father, heal our brother now in Jesus' name. Sit up. You'll be fine. Sit up. 
Sit up. In this in this service, I'm saying the clear if you sleep, we'll, we'll give you a gun. When you are angry, we'll give you another gun. When you are angry, we'll give you. When you don't say thank you, we'll give you what? <laughs> it's part of the church. Uh, me, what is it, that church? Yes, that is young people's church. If you can't handle it, just go to another church. Because you don't want to change. Number two. <laughs> Somebody who has not been criticized before. A person who has never been criticized is often surprised when his pastor's like the brother I poured water on. I'm sure in his house he has not been sprayed before. Because you have been sprayed before, so this one thing that my father gave me at home is the church version. So criticize this when people are doing things or saying things about you that you think you don't seem to agree with. That's criticize. So if you're in the church and you have not been criticized before, you can easily be a potential somebody who spoils the church. For example, when when I poured water on the brother and you have not been criticized before, you can easily say that, ah, what is it? Is it just church that Charlie, next week we don't go come or next week we don't go come. So but if you have been criticized before, you easily say, Oh, oh this is one of those things. It's one of those things. So when we look at you in this our youth church, we need to find out. Are you somebody who has been criticized before? Have you gone through some things before? If you have gone through some things, we can be sure that you will be around. You will be faithful. That is why some of you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you today, we love you so much that we will correct you. I said, we love you so much that we will do what? We will correct you. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 6. An immature leader may even join the enemy if he feels they have a strong enough case. Look at it. Look at another version. What version is this? King James. Let's look at a simple English version. Verse 5. Look at it. Brothers and sisters. So don't feel sorry for yourselves. Or have you forgotten how good parents treat children? And that God regards you as his children. Tell your neighbor that you are a child of God. So Bible says that, my dear child, don't shrug off God's discipline. Don't shrug off God's discipline. But don't be crushed by it either. Then he goes on to the next verse. It's the child he loves that he disciplines. The child he embraces, he also corrects. Am I reading the Bible? It is the child he loves that he disciplines. 
when, when your father doesn't discipline you, today I'm telling you, he doesn't love you. If your pastor doesn't discipline you, anybody who is a great authority in your life, who doesn't discipline you, that person doesn't love you. You say, I love you, I love you. If your husband doesn't discipline as a wife, if your beloved, your beloved brother doesn't correct you, he doesn't love you. He can be saying, I love you, I love you, but he's joking. I'm reading the Bible to you. One of the ways to know somebody who loves you is the person will tell you that this is wrong. Everything. Hey, 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 you're fine. Hey, it's okay. No, it's not true. It's not true. Grace is not true. I realize that no matter how hard you try to relate to your experiences to certain people, they just cannot understand what you're saying. Number three, someone who does not say amen in church or smile whilst the preacher is preaching. That is point number three. Someone who does not say amen in church or smile whilst the preacher is preaching. That person is disloyal. And the more one can amen, you know, amen, oh. Why? Because any loyal person will appreciate what is going on. You appreciate your pastor's preaching. His support of the pastor is demonstrated when he constantly vocalizes agreement by saying amen. Look at you. When you are watching soccer and it is a team you like, you see how you make some comments. When you are watching a movie and you like an, an actor or actress, you see how you flow with the person. Anything you like, don't you think when you are f- watching or enjoying, you, you make some comment. Hey, wow! You are excited. Even, you see, I'm using boy, girl, boy, girl because most of you are young. Even, even your beloved or your friend that you like, when he's doing foolish things, you seem to be happy. When I, when I just got married and uh, I was driving, then I, was, I had a car. So one of the times, I, I, think, I think the honeymoon season, we went to Cape Coast and then we crossed over from Cape Coast to Accra. And then Accra, we were going to somewhere in the eastern region. And then on the motorway. Those who want to be there, may you be there. Those who don't want to be there, may you not be there. Okay. So I was just moving at a top speed on the motorway. Those who know motorway. And then my wife. Then she was young. I was 28. She was 25. When you are young, you are different. Because recently I was telling her that what you used to do those times, you have stopped it. But these days when I'm speeding, you say, Kabnatobo, Kabnatobo. Those days when I'm speeding, I said, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So I was on the motorway, I said, I said, okay, I want to clear this motorway within eight minutes. 
No, I wanted to go 160. And I tried. And I was going. And he was giving me funds. You see, the more he was giving me, she was giving me funds. The more, the more I was speeding. I mean, I was speeding under the anointing. <laughs> under the anointing of funds. That's how some of you are. Mikukunu is your mommy fans. How come that when you come to church and I'm preaching, Joel and Nat, I can see you. I'm looking at all of you. I'm looking at you. Well, I see all of you. When I say amen, you think you are sitting at the back. And I'm looking and say, wow. So this person is not saying amen. Even when I'm sitting here facing this, I can feel those who are supporting what's going on. All of you who are not supporting, I have marked you. Yes. I, will, I should mark you. And that's what I'm teaching you so that you don't do that again. Because it means that what you are doing here, you don't support it. You are just a spectator. Would you know? You see, because you cannot see the devil coming always wearing black. Wearing black? No. You can't see Satan coming wearing black. That's why Bible calls him an angel of light. You come, so sometimes you have an enemy who is smiling with you. So you can have somebody who doesn't like the church by sitting in the church. So we are saying that if you say you support the church, then let us see by your amen. So, if your mouth is a problem, thank God that's why God has given us nose mask. So you can wear your nose mask so that when you speak, nobody hears. But at least we should hear the amen. Those who are still not saying amen, I have a question mark on you. And when we are clapping our hands, we all clap our hands. That is what it means that we love the church. When your pastor is preaching, you see all those who are standing there. It's not because they like standing, but it's like, I'm enjoying it. But some of you, some of you, you will sit down like this in church. You won't change your position. From beginning to end. Are you acting a movie? I mean, are you saying that the preaching, it doesn't do anything to you? That sometimes you feel like, wow. You feel like happy your hands. Yeah. Anybody who does not say amen and then smile, you have some way. Because you cannot tell me that expression on your face and your silence mean nothing. Young people learn this so Don't say that oh oh but I mean you can't tell me that the person is quiet, so it means there's nothing wrong. No, it means something. Look, it is there's a belief that when you see an arm robber or a thief, especially an arm robber who has a gun, just smile. So he has, he has a gun. Come on! You see, when you smile, the first thing will happen is that you say, ah. 
I mean, I want to kill you. Why are you smiling? But let's say, if you see a man who has a gun and, and you do, he will shoot you fast. Because what it means is that I'm not afraid of you. You're not afraid of me. But why? You think I'm a toy, eh? Then start smiling. Then you even say that, oh, should I feed you? Then Amrabah will say, feed me. Yeah, then I have cornflakes, I have kenke, if you want heavy too, I have banku, I have fufu. Then Amrabah will, 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 will say, you know, he had a gun. You, you have what? You have what? Banku and pork. No, I don't like that one. Shawarma. I know shawarma. I don't like shawarma. Pizza. Okay, open your fridge and let me see something. <laughs> now you see that the Amrabah is becoming relaxed because you are engaging him. Some of you, as I'm preaching, as you're engaging me, the Holy Ghost now begins to want to move. But why you want to Why you want to No, why you know? What you call You jow. Me, I don't know. I don't know how to smile. I, should I smile? Hey, who told you that? Look, everybody who smiles, even those who don't like smiling, you like people who smile. Yeah. Let me say it again. Those of you who struggle, those of you who struggle to smile and be nice, if you say the truth, you like people who are nice. Just that you don't know what to do. Because everybody likes, hey, this is, hey, this person is nice, so. He, he's doing it too much, oh. But you wish you were like that. Yeah. But let me tell you, as young people, it's too, look, obi- let, me, yeah. let me say it. Let me tell you something. The way you do your face will determine how long you live. I, 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 I want to explain to you from the scientific point of view, but I don't know whether you understand. Because you see, when you, when you be chunya, and what depends on how you always, the muscle is on. So now the muscle has become. But when you see somebody that, the, the muscle is always stretching, so it's like, that is, you are looking fresh and nice and then, and that's why that's why Satan wants us to look sorrowful. So it's like Such people, as they are growing, you realize that they so, so you are 30 years, but you look like 55. But you see somebody who is also happy going, always smiling in church, saying amen. Even when he doesn't have money, he says amen. He says amen. When he's broke, he still says amen. That person always looks fresh. May you all look fresh. May you always look young. May you say amen. May you always smile. 
in the name of Jesus. That's why if you look at your father, your mother, your father, your mother, they are always serious. Most of us are daddies and mommies when they sit in the car. And then, mm, mm-hmm. That is what is killing them. Are you the young people realize that you are doing things that you are having? So you are looking fresh. Let us bring it in church. That's why we said the older people shouldn't join us. When we, from next month, September, when we see that you are not flowing, we'll suck you from this service. Give the Lord a sound! Sit down. That is why, that's why there's a brother called Absalom. Abla, there's a brother called Absalom. Bible said that Absalom, when he was angry, he said nothing good nor bad. He didn't say anything. Because he was angry. You cannot tell me that your face doesn't mean something. It is you. Some of you are 17 years, but you look like 27. Look at your neighbor's face. Look at your neighbor's face. And check his age. Check her age. Check her age. And smile to your neighbor. And tell your neighbor, Charlie, I see that you're a nice person, pa. I am looking at some people. Some people are not smiling. I am looking at some people. They are still not smiling. I'm still looking at some people. They are still not smiling. Give your friend a smile. Yeah. You know, let me, let me tell you something else. When you come to church, you should watch. Maybe if I sit here, this place makes me bomb because of the people. Change your position. Because me, let me tell you something. Look, I am telling you as your bishop, I'm not, I'm, I'm not preaching for you to be happy. I'm telling you the truth. We are, we are bomb. We are, people don't enjoy you. With time, you realize that you can't survive because you are boring. Actually, people become afraid of you. You don't know what you're thinking. When we come to church, this church, and I'm keep, I'm keep saying it, please, let us be a, a young, happy, exuberant, let's force and learn it. A lively, youthful, exciting, refreshing, unquenchable, fireic church. Unquenchable, fireic church. A church that is young. A church that is strong. A church that is active. A church that can dance. A church that can make noise. In the name of Jesus. Young church. A young church. It is true. You see, when you are young, and then you behave, you behave old. People will not put you in an old category. But it's a mistake for you. Older people wish they are young, but they don't know what to do. And you want, you are a young person, you want to be old. Yes, even younger, older people want to use your mobile to look young. I don't know why I'm saying, the Holy Ghost, because you see, some of you are too...
Sit down. The next point. The next point. A person who does not take notes. <laughs> so Oko in here. He's showing signs of disloyalty. Yeah. All of you who don't write notes. You you ask me what scriptures am I reading? All the things I'm reading, they are scriptures. The one I gave you earlier, Jeremiah chapter one verse eight. That this one, Revelation twenty one verse five. Revelation twenty one verse five said that he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. The Bible teaches us to write down true and faithful words. Dora, watch out for people who do not take notes whilst you are teaching or your pastor is teaching. This is a sign that they think that they know everything. All those who are not writing, you think you know. But you know that you don't know anything. We all don't know anything. Tell your neighbor that write notes. Write notes. A person who thinks he knows all that the pastor is teaching should not be around. Because he may be saying, I am good as the pastor. And there's nothing new that he can teach me. The next point. Point number five. Point number five. A person who is not faithful in another person's work. A person who is not faithful in another person's work. Luke 16, 12. Hmm. I'm just about to close. Watch people's attitudes towards their responsibilities. Next week, book natural notes. If they treat other people's businesses and properties with care, they are likely to treat your ministry with care. You never know how people behave when they are out of your sight. But when you see them, just observe how they handle someone else's property or car. When you sit in a taxi, you just open the door. And then, bang! Ah, my bishop, but I have paid. If it was your car, would you do that? That sign that you don't care because it's not yours is a bad sign that you don't do well because you don't think about others. Dying. When you get down, I have seen people who close doors dying. Do you know how much the door cost? When you come to church, the way you handle the chairs, you're staying with somebody, the way you treat the person's children. Some of us, we only are nice to people we like. You're nice to your beloved, but everybody else... You child suspect me. Me, when I see such things, I must conclude that you are pretending. 
Because you are just being nice. Oh, bishop. Oh, but, but what about, uh, oh, non-bishop. Oh, non-bishop. You are a witch. You are, you are, you are a wizard. You are nice to that girl, but you are not nice to other sisters. Including your own sister. Including, including your own wife. Including your own favorite. Whatever. You are nice to that person because he pays your school fees. But you are, oh, oh boss, oh boss. But you are not nice to other colleagues. You are fake. of you are like that. Some of you are serving God because of somebody who is around. Because of a certain brother. Because of a certain sister. Because if you don't come to church, the person will change his mind. Because if you don't do, if you don't do what the person wants, the person will change his mind. There are even some people who join choir, join dancing stars because of somebody. So you don't even know how to dance, but you have joined the dancing stars. And you are spoiling the thing. And you are burning the song. (laughs) When you see them, just observe how they handle other people's things. Watch the person who recklessly handles other people's belongings. Watch it. So, so as I have started pastoring you with our pastors, it's one of the things we are watching. All the people climb the stage, I'm watching them. And I'm marking them in my head. Oh yeah. It should be. The choristers, choristers, as they are singing, it's not just singing, I'm listening. I am watching them. I can even say that this person 20 years will be alive. This one 30 years will go. This one, by your behavior. Even the way I was waiting for you. And I'm just sitting. Waiting for you. Waiting for you. And I'm just sitting. Is I a Tibala? I live on the door. I look at it. I can see because I have that spiritual eyes to see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So as they are standing there, I said, "This person, I need to get him closer. This person, I need to help him with this." Yes, I relate with people based on how you need help. I'm telling you, you know, people are very close to me. They need help. Do this, do that, do this, do that, so that you can also come here. Yes. 
just normal. Which we say, Amen. Oh, Amen. Amen. There, there's something wrong with you in your soul. So I need to get close and find what is it. And then God will help you out till now you can be able to say, Amen. That's what this book is there for. This book. I wrote this book. Next week, next week, these books will not be here. Next week, it won't be here. It's here for display. Just today, because it just came. That is what this book, if you like, get this book and read, you will be healed. Because I talk about how Satan keeps some of us and wastes our lives. Why, 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 what 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 So I take my time to talk about look what is this? Horn of disease. So I describe horns. If you don't know, you don't know. Horn. They are horns. What is this? Horn of discouragement. A lot of people have that horn on them. What is this? And with practical examples. Horn of destruction. Horn of deception. Because Apostle John saw a beast. And the beast was not an animal. It was something that looks like an animal. And had ten horns. What are the horns? What does it mean? I explain it. And people, it's practical. That's why Bishop Dag has forwarded it. It's practical happening to us. Some of you, I can see that you are... You are And I talk about the horn of the, 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 this what? The horn, of death. The, the horn of death. There are four types of death. You, most of us know only one. There are four types of death. You can be around, you are physically alive, but you are dead. And some of you are dead. I've been there in some of these things before, so I can understand. You know? So when we say amen and all those things, it is to help most of us who are to come up. It was for me in painting. Look, you have no idea. Sometimes it is just that step that will push you somewhere that God can do what He wants to do with you. Let me tell you me. I was dead. I was I was I was when I was growing up, I didn't like people. Me, when I was growing up, I didn't like people. So in secondary school, I went to university secondary school. When they are doing sports, I don't go. You see me, I'm alone in the room. I didn't like people. You see, I don't look it. I didn't, I didn't know why I should be around people. So I just be alone. In my, I had a lot of hair, bushy hair, and nice cuts, and then. Yes, I mean, I didn't like boys, I didn't like girls, I didn't like anybody. I just wanted to be there. Yeah. And Cochra. Sana Namete. 
and I was a Christian. But like people here. So it was lighthouse that changed me. And I joined lighthouse at the age of 20. And I started hearing Prophet Doug and I said, hey. So I just said, try relating with people. So I went to close, I relate to people. Tell people, what's my name? What's your name? And I started. And as I started, I realized it was nice. Because now people will say, hey, you're looking nice. So, and so I realized that there was a change. And that was saying, then I wanted to do more. And I wanted to do more. And I wanted to do more. And then I began to see that life was changing. I tell you. Today, by the grace of God, I am, I am happy. Tonight, tonight, I am, I am happy. And that's why I can see people who are like me when I was young. And most people who are quiet, they are the most baddest people. Because they look very angelic, but they have just gone to fornicate. Just fornicated. It's like, it's like, very quiet. They look very, very quiet, but they sit down and then they take picture of their nude and send it to a boy. But they look quiet. I have come to see that in Christ, people who are usually happy, they, they are rather free. But those who are usually quiet, they are under bondage. They think people can't see. So they are very quiet. But rather, you are the most bad boys and bad girls. I have been there before. I have been there before. When I was young, when I was young, before I became born again, I was still a quiet guy. I used to sing. But I was not born again. But I could command... I was like operating like a wizard. I could, I could command a car to fall down. What? Because, because from age four, I started watching horror. What? So you see me quiet, but I was very, very, very dangerous. One day, a woman didn't take me. It was, she was taking her children to school. And where the children were going to school was close to. My school is like, it's like from, it's like, a, like from, a, let's say from Kaswa here to broadcasting or even further. Let's say broadcasting and you are taking your children and I'm walking and you won't pick me and you say bye bye and there was empty, and yes, and there was space in the car. So I just look at the car. And I said, today you f- I'll finish you. <laughs> Look, I'm not telling you movie. What I have done before. <laughs> My daughter doesn't know this. So she's short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you how quiet people can be the most innocent people can be the quiet innocent looking people can be the most 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 wicked 
baddest people. It's like you see them quiet, but they are witches. You see them quiet, but they are they are the wizards. You see them quiet, but they are the fornicators. You see them bad, quiet, but they are the pornographers. You see them quiet, but they are the people who are doing the bad things. Quiet, quiet. Very quiet, but dangerous. You see, my preaching, some people don't like it. Such people, we should call them Dean Copper. Who is Dean? Why your Copper? Dean Copper. My, my big brother was called Dean Copper. He was quiet and bad when he was young. So when I, when I came to Form 1, I met a senior. Am I boring you? No. Are you hungry? No. Okay, we are closing soon. And then a senior asked me. The senior was called, I think Zagabi or something. So he was a wee smoker. So when he saw me with my head cut, I think he thought I, I was a bad boy. But I me, mean, I wasn't. I was just a a, a car pulling down <laughs> boy but I wasn't into smoking, drinking, those things no so he wanted to make me a bad boy so he called four of us and he said, I don't know why I'm telling you all these things so, so he said he said what is your guy name? and I said me, guy name he said yeah, <laughs> guy name those days, it was not H- SHS data, it's so form, form 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 so the senior were very big people. He has beard. So he said, yes. And I said, then I remembered my brother's guy name. I said, Dean Copper. And he said, and he said you are my friend. Come on. Let's follow me. And he took us to a bush. And he said, you see this? And I started crying. I said, <laughs> I said ah, but you are Dean Copper. I said, no, it's, it's my big brother's name. It's my big brother's name. He says, so what is your guy name? I said, and I remembered another brother whose name is a name, our name that he has changed. So he's Oda Kasi. Oda is Ado. Kasi is Isaac. So I said, please, I don't want the copper. I want Oda Christo. <laughs> when I saw Oda Christo, I said, you, you are daft. Go, go, go. And that's what saved me. Hey! Some of you, you are bad. Okay, let me close. Number six. Someone who does not pay tithes. And offerings. You are spoiling the church. That's why we monitor. And I'll give you the last one. Number seven. Someone who does not attend meetings that they must attend. So if let's say you're a young person and we say, we are all meeting at 10.30 and you don't come. We don't have to just take it. Why didn't you come? Oh, I was tired. Mm. Because of tired. If you had said you were sick and you couldn't move, we understand. But Oh, I was tired. Uh-uh. Such a person, we shouldn't take it lightly. 
Why didn't you come? Oh, I had, I was so busy. I had to also attend to other things. We don't have to take it lightly. Such a person, he can disappoint the church. Can you imagine if you come to church and then the day we come, this column, this one is not called pillar, it's called column. This one, it has moved to Kaswa. We come, we come to church. And this one is moved so that the building has become like that. Because this one is supporting this roof. And as he's going, the brother, this one also says that, I, I will go with you. Will you be happy? As they are there, they are all supporting the building. And they have been here for years. They are planning not to go anywhere. They are attending the meetings. So, if you are part of the church, you are part of this service, you are part of the group, that the young people's group, and we are having a meeting, it is a time for you to be there as a pillar. If you are not there, you are like a, a pillar or a block that has moved out of place. Because of you, the, this thing called trust cannot be there. If this one is not there, this one cannot be there. So some of you, if you are not in some meetings, some people will not be there. That's why we don't have to take it lightly that why are you not there? Why are you not there? Me. Since I came, unless I have traveled, even when I'm sick, I'm still around. There are times that I'm sick, but I'm still around and I come and preach because if I don't preach, somebody will miss whatever because that is my responsibility. What I have to do, I have to come and do. So you, you can't sit there and say, sir, Obidia, I'm just around, I can't come. It's not like that. This is my, my last point there. Eh? That's the point. Take note of those who constantly absent themselves from certain meetings. They have excuses. But take note of them. Remember that Judas was always moving out on other missions when the disciples were fellowshipping with Christ. Remember how Thomas was absent when Jesus appeared after his resurrection. Abla sang traitors. Or, yes. And he said that absentee an absentee is the one who turns into a traitor. It's a, it's a point here. I believe that it is because of Judas's frequent absenteeism that he became a traitor. I also think that it is because Thomas missed a very important meeting that he became a doubter. Bible says in John 20, 24, but Thomas was not with them when Jesus came. So when Jesus came, such an important visitation, it could be Sunday afternoon, Thomas was not there. Definitely, the absence of certain people, especially leadership type of people from meetings, will cause them to be different from the loyal members. Attendance at all important meetings is essential to maintaining loyalty. Do not overlook people who seem to be too busy to attend important discussions. After a while, such people will be different from the rest of your team. So, oh, we are all going for a camp. A camp is when we say we are all moving to a place for two or three days. So, I mean, I can't go for a camp. But you can go for what? Excursion. I mean, I mean, hey, so what? So, we'll stay at home. But you can go for the ninth club. Hey, so is it free or we are going to pay? You can buy a 
But you can buy a table for a thousand Ghana cities. Hey, so how much is the transportation? So from here to one point, how much is 60 Ghana cities? But 60 Ghana, you can go to Sizzlers to go and buy something for a girl. But they come, they don't want to go. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor we are changing. If you think you are changing and you are going to be a better child of God that God can build his church on. If you think that what you have heard today, you are going to put it into practice and become a better person. If you think that from today, what your bishop is teaching you, you will put it to practice. You will bring four people to church. You will bring people to church. You will help to build the church. If you think what I'm saying, you will do it. Stand to your feet. If you think you will do it, lift up your hands to the Lord. Close eyes. You can't say you don't know this song because there have been many Christmas seasons in your life. We sing it during Christmas. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Oh, come, let us adore Him, Christ the Lord. Sing it again to Jesus. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh. Go down for he alone is worthy for he alone is worthy cry. Sing it again to Jesus for he alone for he alone is worthy for he alone is worthy for he alone is worthy at me one minute. How many will say today is your first time of coming to church? Today is your first time. 
Oh, let me see your hand. Today is your first time. Would you want to clap for them? I want us to acknowledge them. Those who are here for the first time, lift up your hand again. Today is your first time. First time. Somebody just give a elbow, an elbow. Give them an elbow and tell them you are welcome. Give them an elbow, you are welcome. You are welcome. Okay, every eye closed. Every eye closed. If you are here, you are not born again, I want you to say this after me. If you are here, you are not born again, I want you to say this after me. And as you are saying it, I want your hands to be up. I want you to say this after me so that you become part of the family of Jesus. You are not born again. Let your hand up and say this after me. God bless you. Let it be up. Don't be shy. Let it be up. Let it be up. You are becoming born again today. Lift up your hand. Yeah, say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me of all my sins. I accept you as my Savior and Lord. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I am born again. I will serve you with my life all the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. Now, those who lifted your hands, come here and let me pray a special prayer for you. If you lifted your hand, come. Come. Come and sign your clap for them. I want to pray a special prayer for them. Look at me. I'm going to pray a special prayer for you. It's a special prayer. I think we should clap for them. Heavenly Father, I pray for these wonderful, young, very young, handsome, beautiful, loving people. Close your eyes. They were invited by others. And today, the 15th of August 2021, is their spiritual birthday. A day they have made a confession to accept Jesus as their Lord and personal Savior. May they never forget today. And may today be the beginning of greater things you will do with them and in their lives. I ask, oh God, that may the power of the Holy Ghost come upon them. May they have the ability to speak in tongues. May they even push themselves in the church and become so winners. Use them to affect others also. I ask, oh God, that they will be two sons and daughters of this house. Deliver them from evil because of this blessing. May their families be blessed. Bless those who are students. Bless those who are workers. Bless them with long life. Bless them with financial blessing. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Is it okay to clap for all of them? One, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, eight, ten, thirteen, fifteen, seventeen, nineteen, twenty-one, twenty-four.
God bless you. Please take your seat. Clap for them. God bless you. Your clapping is small. God bless you. Communion. Please sit down. Communion. 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 Ashes are serving communion. Everybody here is born again now. So communion is for all born again. So don't say, hey, it's of me. I've done some bad things. I've killed somebody before. God has forgiven you. So everybody, we are all taking the communion. Which is broken for you. Drink, this is my blood. Which was poured out for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. The cup of blessing which we bless. It's the communion of the body. broken for you drink this is my blood which was poured out for you whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life for my flesh is meat indeed and my blood is drinking deep please touch your feet the cup of blessing which we bless the communion of the blood of Christ. Let's have your communion. Sing it. It's the communion of the body of Christ. Oh, this is the holy meal, the kingdom from heaven. Eat my flesh and drink my blood, and you have eternal life. Say the body of Jesus. And eat it by faith. I will pass over you. Jesus said that as you receive a prayer over this wine, it becomes the blood of Jesus. Every Christian, this is your medicine. If we take communion, you believe it. You don't even have to go to the hospital. Some of you are sick. May this communion heal you. Some of you are under attack. May the communion deliver you. Some of you need forgiveness. May this blood 
cleanse your sins. Lift it up and say the blood of Jesus. And say the cup of blessing. Drink it by faith. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I pray and I bless all your sons and daughters in this house. By this communion, may we remain connected to you. May this week be a better week than last week. Maybe a week of good news. Maybe a week of good news. Maybe a week of good news. Maybe a week of only good news. Maybe a week of only good news. May this week be a week of only good news. May this week be a week of only good news. In the name of Jesus. And somebody say amen. I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers. 0273-240-449 0540-774941 Stay blessed